Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Never cheated on my wife, so not guilty of adultery. Never done this, never done that. Not only that, but I, I mean, I fast on a regular basis, and most of you don't, so clearly I'm more spiritual than you are. That's, you understand? Just so you know, I might fast once a year if I have to, like, you know, it's like this thing coming up, but I don't fast twice a week. If you're going to try and gain God's approval by following the rules and practicing religion, you won't get anywhere close to Him. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, you can't do anything good enough to be worthy of Him. Only when you come in humility and ask for His forgiveness through Christ will He allow you to draw near. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. What I see is quite often we as Christians can become too confident in our own holy habits. We get confident in and focused on the fact that we have our, our personal quiet time in the morning, that we're consistent in our church attendance, that we're serving, maybe with the kids, helping out in the cafe, doing this, doing that, and that becomes our focus, that becomes our, our confidence, and, and pretty soon, that's our standard for evaluating people around us. What are you doing? I know what I'm doing, but what are you doing? Secondly, this Pharisee saw himself as being very different from other people, none of whom measured up to his personal standards of holiness. Other men were wicked, but not him. Other men were guilty of all kinds of evil deeds. They were extortioners and adulterers and even tax collectors, but he didn't do any of that stuff. And so he was confident in his own righteousness. Another subtle trap of the enemy. You know, one positive, one negative. Well, I've never killed anybody, so not guilty of murder. Never cheated on my wife. So, not guilty of adultery, never done this, never done that. Not only that, but I, I mean, I fast on a regular basis, and most of you don't, so clearly I'm more spiritual than you are. That's, you understand? Just so you know, 
I might fast once a year if I have to, like, you know, it's like this thing coming up, but I don't fast twice a week. I don't fast once a week. I don't fast once a month if I can avoid it. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, that's not a measure of anybody's spirituality, according to the Bible. There are those who, because the Bible teaches that drunkenness is a sin, they take the position of a teetotaler. I never touch alcohol because I don't want to be tempted. You should never touch alcohol because you shouldn't want to be tempted either. And all of a sudden you have maybe a well-meaning Christian making their light your law. Do you understand? I'm so grateful. As a young Christian, one of my mentors, he, he taught a whole message on that. Don't make my light your law. And don't try to make your light my law. If God puts it on your heart never to touch alcohol, well, then you better be obedient to that. He hasn't put that on my heart. That's not, I don't see that in the Bible. But do you understand the point? The point is, whether you do, now I'm paraphrasing the Apostle Paul, whether you do or whether you don't, unto the Lord. Do it unto the Lord. Not to impress people around you, not to prove how holy you are, how spiritual you are. No, no, no. Do it because you believe he's asked you to do it. Don't do it because you believe he's asked you not to do it. It's between you and him. Does that make sense? You see, the attitude that holier than thou or I'm more spiritual than you or you're not as spiritual as him, th this kind of stuff is displeasing to our father. It's offensive to God because it's based only on external behaviors rather than on the internal life and condition, which is God's focus. I remember as a, as a, young, a young man in, in Youth with a Mission, my, my boss at the time and one of my dearest friends and, and, and closest mentors today, but he, he said something that really got my attention because I was getting frustrated with another guy. And he was a struggling, inconsistent Christian that I would have been quick to label a hypocrite. Do you understand what I just said? He was a struggling inconsistent follower of Christ. Now, I would, have, I would have written him off as a hypocrite. And my boss said this to me, if you see him taking one little baby step toward the cross, you better encourage that, not get in the way of it. And don't condemn him because he's having to work harder to take that step than you think you're having to work to take that same step. And so often we do that. We're quick to condemn a brother or sister who's struggling with their faith. You know, maybe, maybe they, they have so much more baggage to carry than we do, and in those first steps or any steps following Jesus, it just seems like they're ha they have a harder time with it. We need to be careful. Matthew 23, 23, Jesus again, he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy 
and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. There's so much packed into that one little, you know, that one little statement there. Jesus at the same time commends tithing. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. But at the same time, he elevates justice and mercy and faith and refers to them as the weightier matters of the law. Verse 25, he goes on, same expression, pronouncing judgment on the scribes and the Pharisees. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of extortion and self-indulgence. Boy, there's another one that I hadn't even thought about before. Jesus equating extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, if you like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Now listen, a couple of things. There's, there's an implied warning in this for us. One of the things, one of my biggest frustrations as, as a, a pastor is, you know, I mean, it, 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 at the same time, it's like a, a great joy and, 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 a, a, and a huge frustration. There's so much available to us on the internet today, right? With television and and you know, like 500,000 channels available to us. There's like 20 different so-called Christian channels on TV now. You can, you know, surf the Christian channels and select teachers that appeal to you. And then the internet, you know, you find some guy that strikes your fancy the way he teaches, preaches, whatever. And so you Google him and, and you know, you find him and download all the videos that he's got available, whatever. I, 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 get, I get so bombarded with videos of other preachers from you guys, you know, and people all over the place. You know what I'm saying? There's so much out there. Now, that's, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Why do I say that? Because you can't possibly get to know some guy on YouTube. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.